Beep, beep. Get ready. You're about to relive the memories. The kitchen. Joining us on the phone from the US, this is Isaac from Hanson. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing very good. How are you guys? Yeah, really, Not really good. Bad. We're pretty happy now, now that we're speaking to you, you must be said. <laughs> Childhood dream achieved. Yes, achievement unlocked. Very kind. You, the older one of the band, a group of three brothers, turns yes. 22 this year as a band as a whole. How do you feel yeah. uh, you know, being a band for this long and being able to progress as far as you have? I'm, ex- I'm just impressed that I can still breathe properly with all the rib shots that you know my brother has given me over the years, you know? <laughs> That's uh, what brothers are for, yeah, though. The, the fist, the fist that have flown over the years just, you know. Uh, no, um, honestly, uh, it, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty fun and pretty cool that, you know, here we are 22 years into performing together. A little less than that for people in Australia who have known us. It's about 17 years since our first big record uh, in Australia. And there are not many bands that get the opportunity to do what we've done, see what we've seen, and still have fans around the world where you can tour uh, pretty much everywhere that you know you can put on a concert and it's an amazing thing i mean we're just we just we kind of pinch ourselves pretty much every single time it comes around yeah. around touring because you're just like wow we're going to australia again we're going to again. south america again it's, it's and let's, remarkable stuff. and let's and let's face it why wouldn't you want to come back to australia and especially perth again because we're just excellent people in in general <laughs> um well, now, no, I, I no i agree for sure you guys are actually we say in jest, but yes, Australia is awesome. We are we are pretty awesome, if we may say so. <laughs> um, now, uh, my co-host here, Adam, one of his early experiences from you, he actually won a single from a what is it, a roller skating place, Adam? Yeah, yeah. Ex- back in explain about this, okay, please. back in the uh, mid nineties, I'm going to say about ninety seven. Yeah, I, I went roller skating, which is something. Teenagers don't really do that much these days, which is unfortunate. I've only done once. But I, I kind of won one of your singles as a, as a prize for winning a competition. Oh, that's awesome. Um, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was hoping Matt wouldn't bring that one up, but hey, I mean, it's out in the open now. It's all um, out in the open, man. It was the weird single. Do, do you have any backstories behind that and maybe the earlier stuff? Weird is actually one of my favorite songs on that first record. I'm really, really proud of that. I know the other guys are as well. I think that song really speaks to a thing that I think a lot of young people, but truth be told, a lot of people in general, not even just young people, feel at times, which is, you know, struggling with, you know, finding your identity in the world and and struggling with rejection. I mean, certainly, you know, the backstory for us is definitely that despite all of the popularity and fame that we found ourselves having, you know, with that first record, a long time before that, as we began to start, you know, being a band, we experienced a lot of kind of snarky unpleasantness from people about us starting a band and, and being like, oh, you know, who do you think you are and all this kind of stuff. And we're mm. just going, we just want to make music. What are you talking about? I think part of and the so harshness on that would probably be because yeah. you were so young at the time as well. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely think that that was part of it. And and you got that from adults as well as, as from people, you know, your age. And so songs like Weird and honestly songs like Umba, believe it or not, because lyrically has a lot of references about about struggle and you know if you have so many relationships in this life only one or two will last you go mm. through all the pain and strife you turn your back and it gone so fast now obviously the chorus is a very upbeat kind of thing but the song Get is kind meaning. of rooted in this and this feeling of challenge over you know being rejected and kind of trying to work through that yeah and so and honestly weird is one of my favorite songs you know uh, of ours period much less on that record. So uh, I, 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 I'm really, really happy that that was a single off that record. Yeah, definitely. Well, I am too, because I mean, I got a single for winning a competition. So <laughs> it's a win situation all around, really. Adam's Everyone's just happy. For that. 
Um, now, I would like to point out, you did mention it just then as well, Mbop. It's probably yeah. your most known song of all time. I have to yeah, say, yeah. out of when you ask people songs from the 90s from a boy band, I think that's pretty high up on the list alongside names of like the Backstreet Boys and stuff. How yeah. do you feel, like, did you go to places and people play that and you think, you know what, I wish we didn't release that song or I'm so glad we did or do you have any of those sort well, of emotions and stuff? Well, no, I mean, I don't that way um, I mean I, what I, well, what I will say is like if I'm at a bar and then all of a sudden like a song of mine whether it's Umbop or anything else comes on the air uh, over the speakers it's a little bit awkward no matter what because <laughs> you're just like oh well I feel like other, everyone's looking at me now you know <laughs> um, and not in the like oh hi how are you kind of way it's a little bit more like you know you feel like a fish in a fishbowl kind of thing sometimes but that being said though I mean it's really cool I mean Again, who has that opportunity? On the note of hearing a song in a bar or something, how were you guys when you heard it on the radio the first time? Did you freak out and sort of go nuts? It was really surreal, I'm not going to lie. I mean, we had made three records before that first big record, Middle of Nowhere, and we'd done those independently and sold a bunch of records as as a young band. And honestly, the first one that I remember freaking out about was actually on a local radio station in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the big pop station here. They actually played a song of ours off of one of our indie records and I remember being like oh my god <laughs> they're playing our song and I also remember the very first time uh, that we heard Umbop was when we were in New York we were beginning the promotion uh, for that record for the first time and we were in a van the radio was on and all of a sudden I hear the first few notes of the guitar riff that begins the song <laughs> and I went whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa and obviously, I mean, Umbop is not all that we are. It wasn't all that we were back then. It's not all that we are now. But it is a great, I think it's a really good introduction to who we were certainly back then. And, and I think much of what Umbop is as a song, the pop sensibility, the, the harmonies, the kind of R&B rhythm, and all those kind of things, and the kind of organic qualities of the band and the you know all the B three organ and all that kind of stuff. I mean that is very indicative of who we still are as a band. It's just For sure. you know you you grow and change and evolve from that point. But much of those kind of core uh, kind of uh, influences are still a part of what it is we do now. For sure. Now moving on to to present, still kind of relation to to uh, to Mbop as well. Now I mean here at the kitchen we are a big fan of puns. So I mean we could we can't ignore the fact that you guys actually have a beer called wait for it Mbops. Uh, it it yeah. rolls off the tongue so well. It, it is actually for a very good cause, isn't it? Explain to us a bit about that. Well, yeah. Um, well, Mbop is uh, is our very first overture into brewing beer. We have uh, started a beer company. And this is not just... As you do, white. as you do, casually. Normally people right, just well, start pubs, but I mean, go one step yeah. further. Well, I'm, I'm saying that because, you know, some people might, you know, hire some, you know, company and just put their name on it and just not care about it. We really, really care about this beer mm. and really care about the growth of the company because we're passionate about it. And this is kind of the beginning. I mean, the truth is, it's a play on our very first single, and Bob, uh, you know, and adding the hops thing because it's beer. But the truth is, actually, it works without the reference to the song. It's just like, hmm, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. So we, uh, we're having fun with it. Uh, we're really excited to hopefully, you know, eventually get uh, the beer available to our Australian fans. But in the meantime, uh, the beer company is growing. It's 
that's available in the U.S. right now in various states and will be available for mail order across the country awesome. uh, in short order and hopefully across the world. Looking awesome. forward look, to that. Certainly look forward to having a taste of that. Now, you guys, of course, the reason we've got you on is to uh, talk about your new album. It's called Anthem. And, uh, and, and one of your main singles off that is called Get the Girl Back. Yes. You guys say that it's influenced by 60s soul and rock and roll, which is, which is specific, but in my opinion, a really underrated genre of music. And I mean, really, we should learn and know to appreciate all genres. So that particularly yeah. made me pleased. What is it about 60s soul and rock and roll that you guys love so much that you want it to replicate off it? truth is we grew up listening to rock and roll and early 60s soul music. I mean, that was kind of always the basis of, of our music. In a lot of ways, you know, we've talked about Umbop a bunch. You know, Umbop was uh, kind of based in part on, on some of these 50s, you know, doo-wop, uh, you know, vocal groups sitting on the corner, you know, singing songs together as a four-piece vocal group. So there's a lot of kind of influences like that in our music and have continued to be. Amongst other things, God rest his soul, there was an amazing bass player who played on our last record, Shout It Out, his name was Bob Babbitt. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he passed on before we were able to make uh, Anthem, before we were able to finish it. And, and we wrote that bass riff for him because we were like, you know what? That feels like something Bob would play. And because he, he played on songs like Ball of Confusion by The Temptations and Seinfeld okay. Delivered by Stevie Wonder. So okay. these are cool, remarkable cool. musicians. Yeah, definitely. And we had always kind of dreamed of having him on there, but unfortunately he passed on. So, you know, it's things like that, having the opportunity to work with people like Bob, but also it's just a a kind of music that has always been near and dear to our hearts and and it's something that we feel really comfortable playing. And so it just just comes out and it always feels good when we play it. Especially when you attach an emotion like that to an album or a song. Yeah. Every time you get on stage, that's really going to be the one thing in the back of your mind the whole time you play that, which... Oh, yeah. is really yeah. special, to say the least. Now, Isaac, we do have a, uh, a listener question as well. Here on our show, we like to give our listeners the opportunity to have a little interact. bit of a chat, you know, interact with the artist and be able to okay. put their questions forward. Now, alert okay. listener Scott uh, would like to know, from the lyrics of Mbop, plant a seed, plant a flower, plant a rose. You can plant any one of those. Keep planting to find out which one grows. It's a secret no one knows. Do you guys yeah. know the secret? Hmm. <laughs> No one does know the secret. That's Not the even the guys who wrote the song. <laughs> Not even. Well, I think it's a. I think it is a. Uh, I think it is an age-old question. What is the secret yeah. to life? What yes. is the secret to making relationships last? Um, actually, I think the secret is fear. <laughs> I love the way you I said that. The phone sort of just slowly faded out <laughs> as you said that as well. Perfect. Yeah, I think. I think. The, I think the secret is fear for sure. In fact, actually, I think it's actually Omaha. Mm, yeah, it's got to be that. Go. There we go. Because we, we, found, we found the secret. It's our beer. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's we, why you we have it. on this show cracked the code. That's so it. That's a great guy. We can, we can, we can leave happy. <laughs> you guys are here for your tour on August the 15th. You're here. You're performing at the Metropolis in Fremantle. It's an 18 plus gig. Tickets are still available at this stage, Anna. Kitchenradio.com.au for all the details. Thank yeah. you so much, Isaac, for having a chat with us this afternoon. Yeah, thank you guys very much for The Kitchen. 4 to 5 p.m. on Fridays. Kitchenradio.com.au